Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm num num dreaming of a wipe num dum 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 ba just like the ones I used to num dum dum where the treetops glisten and children um are locked in cages along the border dum dum na 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 dum 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 what are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Frat Chat Podcast. Woo! What up, Mr. Simo? What's up, man? How are you doing? How are you living? How are you fantastic. Feeling? You glad to be alive? This very special day, and our return here to the Frat Chat Podcast. Uh, yeah, but I'd be even more excited if I can crack this beer open. Where's your uh, bottle? It's literally right in front of you. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, how are you? What's new? I'm doing great, Mr. Mo, because I'm pumped up from the greatest comedy show of all time last Friday, and it was fucking awesome, man. The lineup was on fire. Chloe LeBranch from the Close Show podcast killed on her headline set. I had a fucking awesome set. It was great. And of course, we'll be back September 20th, so I need to put that out there because this is my time to do some gratuitous advertising and also tell you that you can follow the greatest comedy show of all time on Instagram and Facebook at Greatest Comedy Show. Yeah. How about you, sir? Not a whole lot, but uh, my old agent reached out to me with some photographers some projects so it looks like i'll be getting back to what i'm used to taking my clothes off for money yes and uh is it children again isn't that what you do no nope, no kids no kids this time what do you mean no? again again isn't that Dude, what you don't used to do? don't put do? that out in the universe <laughs> no, no no it's, it's normally me oh that was just your dream job right that, Not okay the one that you actually did, it's just right? me doing a lot of implied nudity for a dollar with children no <laughs> no crazy <laughs> what you said i chris moore just dream of one day taking my clothes off with some kids isn't that you told me that Ooh, gross <laughs> and it's funny hearing coming from you because you idolized michael jackson who clearly was like the whoa, original whoa, whoa, whoa. allegedly allegedly no he definitely was like i feel like the deep in some poor kids rectum on the regular i feel like my celebrity levels like burn to proof like there's r kelly and it's like oh he did that shit and then Michael, I'm like still like, eh, I don't know. Oh they gosh. haven't gotten me, you know, an 100% reasonable doubt there. I, I've met R. Kelly twice on a street corner in Chicago. And every time he's surrounded did. by kids. And the second time, I was just staring at him and looking at all these kids around him. And I'm like, this is bad. This is um, and he was like, do you, <laughs> he flat out asked me, do you want an autograph? And I said, no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, dude. So let's keep a list of uh, the people that you know, huh? Donald Trump. R. Kelly, 
<laughs> I don't know is there, that. Is there something sure? Didn't you did you not shake the man's hand, Donald Trump's? I did shake his oh. hand, but that was because he came into my job. Oh, he came into your job and changed my life forever. With R. Kelly, he grabbed to my take pussy. Pictures of children. He grabbed my <laughs> pussy, and then he snipped his fingers afterwards. Is it, it was really it's creepy. true. You just like let him do it too, because he's rich. You know That's what? what he says. That's not a lot I wouldn't do for a buck. Okay, so <laughs> let's give a shout-out to Gazzo. Thank yes, you for the music for still. Fantastic we intro. We follow you on Instagram. We think you're a super cool dude. We love it. And also to the Moon Life Clothing, our fantastic sponsor. Don't forget to use your discount code FRATCHAT in all caps. Again, that's FRATCHAT in all caps to get 10% off your next order. Um, MoonlifeClothing.com. There's a lot of really cool stuff. It looks like he partnered with Budweiser. Yes, he did. I was just about to say he partnered with Budweiser uh, to commemorate the anniversary of the moon landing, which is very cool. Um, I don't believe in that, and I think the Earth is flat, just for the record. Yep. Simo like, actually. It's so weird. People think that's so that like Bob. Simo actually mind. was there back in the '60s during the oh, moon landing, and he was there on soon? set. He was there on set, and so he can tell you for sure. People told me, like, Chris, you should ease up on Carlos. Like, you sound really racist. Let me tell you something. When you come he at me with is that racist. and call me old, then only thing I can hit Carlos with is the fact that he that craps I'm his different. pants when I say the word ice. <laughs> I'm really just trying to get a cold drink. If I say the word ice, he craps his pants. You know, I say, I, when I hear the word visa, I think shopping spree. He thinks freedom. You know, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> but that's the only thing I, I, I have to go on. So I, so I run with it. See, I used to think that when I said children around SEMO, he thought of the fountain of youth. But now he thinks pictures. And it's like, oh, I'm kind of creepy. Kind of weird. Ew, wow. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, okay, so, so what's today's topic? Today is a very important topic. It is chapter meetings. Chapter meetings. <laughs> so let's just kind of set the stage. So at the end of pledging... Once we survive, if uh, you survive, if if you survive, <laughs> whoa, uh, what is? is, that, is oh, that, I have a sexy voice. I, I don't sometimes. wouldn't call that sexy voice. Is that is that how you lure the children? Come in. That's how I lure your mother. Oh, I used to think Carlos's mom was a cutter, but turns out it's just stretch marks from when she was pregnant with my child. <laughs> <laughs> That's Just good. kidding. I don't put my dick in bean dip. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> so, so at the Only end children. Of, <laughs> <laughs> so so at, at the end of, of Hell Week, they sit us down, right? And they, they say, these are the fraternity secrets. And they give us big demonstration. But we're so wasted and exhausted that we don't remember any of that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then after we learn all these secrets, then like the next day or so, we have an initiation ceremony and it's our chance to show off all these secrets, right? That we just learned. I can remember shit. They were like, what's the... If you asked me to do it right now, I couldn't tell you. Oh my gosh. Like, like, what's the secret code? And I was like, I don't... It was like pig fucker or something yeah, like it sounded like something like balls or something yeah it's like what the hell I don't remember it's like fart it's balls like this, what fart balls what are those they showed us the secret handshake and these like interesting like choreography that you do at a formal meeting and I'm like I don't know any I don't remember the baby Simo doesn't didn't practice that type of choreography uh, he's <laughs> like one two you, three four five six seven on, eight <laughs> this, if this song thriller comes on I, I, I will show you up <laughs> 
<laughs> Easily. I know that I'm not a big fan of Michael Jackson at the moment because I'm upset with Just because he's on the air. Tell you his real <laughs> opinion. <laughs> I mean, you know what? The, a lot of the songs are a big part of my childhood. But when I watched that, that Neverland documentary, that really, that was really upsetting. However, they left a lot of stuff out of that documentary. I think that we can definitely agree that Michael Jackson was a weirdo. Yeah. And had some unkosher relationships with kids. You know how that documentary doesn't happen? Uh, hey there, excuse me. Is it okay if I take your child with me on tour for six months? Ew, no, you fucking creep. Boom. There's no documentary. You know, I, I think that. Oh, excuse like me. Is it okay if your children sleep with me in my room, in my hotel room? No, you fucking creep. Boom. Like, my dad would have never let that shit fly. I agree. You know, that's... Mm-mm. I feel like the parents... They should have gotten to jail. Like, they really should have gotten to jail. Should play, oh, my God. I would never let my child go with Fuck a stranger, no. a celebrity or not. And you saw what Michael Jackson looked like then anyways. Like, come on. Uh-huh. Come on, he was already weird. Like, <laughs> I would have never, ever, ever, ever in a million years let my kid go with him. And I was Hell a fan. No. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Jeez, another Michael Jackson tangent. Okay, so so <laughs> back so back to initiation, right? So we had this meeting, and we don't remember we any of it. everything. And then we had this big party, right? And so we had this big party to celebrate, and everyone's like, how's it feeling? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't had a chance to breathe because everything happened so fast and I'm mm-hmm. still trying to keep like catch up on sleep. Like we're exhausted, you know? Right. Um, so my initiation party, um, it was at the president of the fraternity's apartment and some weirdo guy came in and was a hot mess and wasted and, and hit the fraternity president in the face. Wow. I think that, that it was over a, a female, someone was flirting with someone or I don't know, but, he hit him, and that was the worst person to hit for two reasons. One, it's his apartment, and two, he's the president, you know? Mm-hmm. So I saw all my new brothers that, you know, is official. We're all brothers at this point. Jump on this guy and, like, destroyed him. And, like, wow. dragged his, like, fairly lifeless body out of the apartment, <laughs> down a flight of stairs, and out onto the lawn. And I remember going out to check to see if he was still there, but he was gone. And I thought to myself, like... Um, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I do think it's nice to know that if someone were to come after me, I have you know, 50 guys that are going to have my back without asking any yeah, questions. Yeah, I mean, it shows know. that they, I mean, at least they take the bond that you just signed on to seriously, you know? I just remember turning to my pledge brother at the time and being like, did we just witness a murder? <laughs> See something, say something, should we report this? And he was like, it depends on how you look at it. I think it's pretty awesome that uh, yeah. they just had his back. I mean, you totally, you especially because... And, and, hit people. and they didn't initiate it. The guy did. And, I mean, you sucker punch someone. It's fair game, dude. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, it's just something you don't do. I would never do that shit. I, I, if, really, you, I would never swing on someone when you're outnumbered. It's just stupid. So your initiation party, was that a crush party? It was a crush party, actually, which is cool. So we had two that semester. And I don't really know how it happened that we ended up doing a crush party. I think that maybe just our houses were getting too much heat from the cops maybe <laughs> so we just thought you know let's every party. party was busted right right so i think that eventually we just decided fuck it we'll do that um but it was fun it was a lot of fun it was cool because at least the brothers had to set that up and not us and but then after that it was like you had to hit the ground running and there was like 
What committee are you going to do? What you put in the fraternity, you're going to get out. So you get out. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? I did know I wanted to do stuff with the pledging, but I knew that they gave that stuff to older brothers. So it was like in the immediate future, like, what do I want to do? Like, I knew I didn't want to do like, like, uh, charity events and shit like that because that just wasn't good at it you know what i mean i wasn't good at like setting up homecoming i wasn't good at you know like i don't know there was just so much stuff in there and i was just like what the fuck do i do you know it's funny because when we were pledging we had to sit outside the chapter meetings you know Mm -hmm. because we had study hall but no we didn't study we just kind of like you know goofed off and whatever um but then we get to come in for like little things you know? Yeah, like a couple little things here and there. And it made it seem so cool, though, when you come in, because then everybody would be looking at you and you walk in. It's kind of intimidating. It is. Until then, you actually get to. But once you get one. initiated <laughs> and you go to these meetings, it's you're like, like, what is this, this shit? Suck. I remember thinking to myself, like, these bitches argue about the dumbest shit. I remember some of the biggest arguments were regarding, like, T-shirt colors. Of course. Or... I mean, it was priorities. We're trying to be adults, but at the same time, we had no life experience. I know. There was, like, what are the... What should the social theme be? And, like, that shit would be, like, a 40-minute debate. Oh, my gosh. And so so this is what happens. When you go into a chapter meeting, everyone's late. So you always start late. Right. And then you complain about everyone being late. They get yelled at. So the president has a gavel. And he's like, all right, the meeting begins, you know. And we start with, like, the officers and then kind of give you a, 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 the report. report. What's going on, guys? Treasure would lay into you if you didn't pay your dues on time. Yeah. So, like, a good, like, 10 minutes of the meeting poor, so. was, like, roasting those that didn't pay their dues and then reminding them that they were not active brothers in good standing and they could right. not vote on the T-shirt colors, <gasps> nor could you participate in this, this, and that, you know. But I always felt bad. Yeah. Not everyone has, mm-hmm. like, a rich parent. That's true. Then that was my problem. I had to pay for that shit myself. Me too. Um, I will say the only times that it really sucked was when you couldn't do, like, socials or something like that. and Or you had to be, like, a sober for a sober driver for socials. It's like, ah, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Because I had the most fun at socials. Because you had to do the... It for socials, old. like you partner with a sorority and then you do a party eventually, you know, like a, like a, you know, you can do, there's usually a theme to it. Like, uh, you know, like ABC was a popular one. Anything with clothes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just like wear gift wrappers and then wear like a trash bag ones. Uh, I like the around the world socials. Did you ever have one of those? No. Where it's like you would set up different rooms in a house and they would be like, for example, like one room would be Russia and it would be like vodka drinks. One room would be like something like Venezuela. It'd be like rum drinks, you know, and like so. There's different kinds of alcohol for different rooms, and there's different little themes within each theme, which is cool. I like the one where they would replace all the lights with black lights, and then we all would wear white, and they were drawing each other. It's yeah. called a graffiti social, mm-hmm. right? And then the highlighters. But then there's always a, like that fucking douche, like the older guys that would draw swastikas on your back yeah, and didn't know yeah, it was there. Like and they would write the word faggot. Well, at least I, I was, they wrote faggot on mine. I'm not sure about you, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I even as a gay least... person, I don't feel comfortable saying the word faggot on stage. No. No, no way. Uh-uh. No way. I do think that a lot of the shit that people would write on, on people's shirts, if you analyzed it now, I'd be like, my God. These kids are fucking animals. Like, they're yeah. insane. It's like, they don't mean anything but... What's just... with Greek life and swastikas? It's white. There's people. a lot of anti-Semitism in Greek life across the board. Yeah, I don't think that they do it knowingly, like, to be anti-Semitic. I just think that they know that it's something wrong. 
that it's fucked up to have on you. So then if you have that on you, you're going to be like, no, dude. So it's like, I'm like the worst thing you can have. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think they do it in that sense and they don't think of the big picture. I think whenever I see pictures of people getting drawn on, there's always, there's always dicks around the mouth, mm-hmm. a lot of mean words and a swastika. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? Anyway, so graffiti social was fun, but there's also, I feel like a lot of socials always had, um, Something that, like guys dressed up like this and girls are hoes. It's like yeah, that was always a theme. It always CEO, it always rhymed. It was I, always coming back to the girls being hoes or bitches or shit like that. And it's like man, who came up with these rhymes? What I the hell? Myself, what if I want to be a hoe and a bitch? Yeah, you know. I mean, you can. I you know I might today. Do it. Is that how you feel? I got I got get my my heels out my closet. You got them. You can use you can use my girlfriend's over there. Oh, those are your girlfriend's heels. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. I would not. If be you say so. That color. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, togas were always fun. Yeah, toga toga themes were always great, and that made me feel like I was in Animal House. Yeah, I was like that made me feel so college. Like, yeah, we went to a toga party. I don't remember the movie Animal House that much. We should watch that sometime soon. We'll do a watch along. Let's do a watch along episode. Um, let's what, see. What else did we fight about? So we fought about... Greek sing themes. Oh, yeah. Those are huge ones. For Greek sing, for those of you that don't know, um, and also there was like a homecoming dance, similar thing to it. Basically, you would come up with this theme, and it would be a choreography. Yes, exactly right. We would dance, and we would sing, and it would be called Greek sing. And basically, whoever, you had to come up with this, like with these song lyrics and you would do different songs and we'd do medleys and there would be a theme and costumes and whatnot. And you would think that a group of mostly straight men would not give so much of a shit about this competition as they did. But good Lord almighty, it was intense, intense debate. It, you know, I would like to say that I didn't really argue too much in the meetings. I would shut shit down. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't always like play with it. I, I would be like, this is what we're doing because I said so and you got a problem with me. Then you come talk to me afterwards to my face and we'll see how that goes. You know what I mean? So this is why I wish you would have been out of the closet because you could have been like, uh, raise your hand if you're gay. <laughs> um, okay, I will be doing the choreography. Thank you. Goodbye. But I remember being really upset when the sorority we partnered with one time. They, I forget what the theme was. I think it was like is ultimately... Oh, what's that movie when there's a transvestite and a wrestler and there's like transvestites and a wrestler it's a musical (laughs) with transvestites and a wrestler what yeah and then there's like a maid and the song is like let's do the time warp again you know you know what i mean rocky horror rocky horror picture show show. yep is that what it's called yep that is what it's called um okay so that was a theme and i was like that's so stupid and i fought hard with these girls and i was like i want to do dirty dancing yeah and they were like no man we want to do rocky horror i was like fuck you you dirty dancing were awesome i want to do dirty dancing and i want somebody one of our big guys to pick up one of your little girls at the very end to do that the move and then we're gonna we'll kill it and they were like no way you stupid bitch we still won, but the fuck? I had one that I really wanted to do once. Remember that Chris Brown song, Beautiful People? It's like, uh-huh. beautiful people. And I wanted to do it like, beautiful Greek life. <laughs> and I came oh, up yeah. with this whole thing. And then literally they were like, nope. <laughs> and I was so offended. Like, what do you mean? It's going to be awesome. Like, it would be so cool. And everybody would love it. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> 
Um, I got we got docked points because so one of the rules was that you had to mention every fraternity and sorority on campus in mm. your lyrics, and uh, there was a sorority that I don't think I did it on purpose. Who knows? I was a caddy bitch. I'm still a caddy bitch. But there's this one sorority that got picked on a lot. And so the lyrics were, it was to the song, uh, the Bee Gees, Staying Alive. Mm-hmm. And the, the lyrics were, feel the city breaking when see most titties shaking and we're staying alive, staying Ooh. alive. And uh, we got dock points. We still won, but. <laughs> That's mean. You guys are I felt, <laughs> felt I actually felt really bad about that. I was like, oh, I didn't. I don't know. Sure, Let me tell you, I knew who those judges were going to be well into the beginning of the year. So those <laughs> judges all got presents throughout the year. So if it was Halloween, they all got a basket of candy on their desk. Uh-huh. Um, like, uh, happy, have a great Halloween from your favorite brothers at blank fraternity. And did you, you know, include your naked modeling pictures with it? <laughs> you know, Love SEMA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that probably would have helped for the Because, I mean, you captain. would bring those pictures out. You I, Like, the first time I saw them, I was just sitting in my apartment. And then all of a sudden, you just pull out, like, oh, well, check these out. It's like, what Did the fuck I am that? I looking at? That's really conceited. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. You had them printed out, too. These weren't even digital. Like, these were hard copies. It's like, what am I looking at? <laughs> you know what? I just re- I just remember being so excited Dude, to see. Ass. <laughs> I just remember being so excited holding those pictures because I was such a fucking loser for so oh. long. And I just felt it felt really good to feel pretty for once, I oh, guess. Maybe that's that what it was. Pretty. But that is conceited, and I kind of wish I didn't do it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I, I grown up fat the first time. This was when I was still swimmer. Someone complimented my body. It was like, wow, you got jacked. It was like like life-changing moment for me. Like I remember it, like, it was yesterday yeah. where I was. You know what I mean? Like It was like I've never, ever looked at myself as anything more than a fat kid until that moment. Yeah. And I was like 15, 16 years old. You know what I mean? It's like that's a long time to spend thinking like less of yourself. So I get it. I totally get it. Man, I remember th- there were a bunch of – I'm trying to say this nicely – there were a few guys in the fraternity that were kind of losers. Mm-hmm. And I remember never really associating myself with those losers. <laughs> but someone did one time. Like right. a bunch of, you know, all the, the, the like the Herbeezies, like so-and-so, 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 and Simo. And I was like, oh, my God. No. And I remember like going home being so affected by it. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Am I? Am I ugly? Oh. And looking at myself in the mirror with these braces and <laughs> questionable haircuts and like severely underweight, like yeah, Gosh. I am. Seriously. <laughs> oh am my god, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the freest <laughs> bitch of all? Well, not me. <laughs> oh, that's awful, man. Oh. So when so when my so I was teaching classes at this agency when when they approached me when I got my braces removed and they were like like uh let's let's work with you let's 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 get you um trained on on runaway let's and I, I remember being like like flabbergasted because at first I thought they were playing a mean joke I was like that's not nice uh. why would you do that to me I'm fragile. <laughs> See most fragile. I mean, I'm recovering from an eating disorder. Obviously, you shouldn't mess with people like that about mm-hmm. things like this. But then they meant it. What can you do? Um, uh, what were some of your uh, favorite Greek sing themes? Oh, we killed it with Blues Brothers. Yeah. Because that's a great soundtrack. That was the year before me, I think it was. And but, then we... Then but we you guys... Did, had, I remember the costumes. You guys had the suits and everything. Yeah. Which cool. And I, I, and I had stage makeup. I painted sideburns on everyone. Yeah, I was just about to say you guys couldn't grow your own sideburns, so you... 
couldn't perform. I mean, a lot of them could. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I still can't really grow Hashtag sideways white that people. Great. I know. But um, uh, I remember the judges were like, that's really a lot of commitment for y'all to grow out sideburns. And I thought, like, okay, <laughs> sure. That sounds great. Thank you. So you were like blind? Like, that's very clearly painted on. But that was a that, that was a cool theme. We did uh we did Ghostbusters. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, too. I choreographed one of your songs for that. Yep. We took that shit seriously, man. Like it was like intense. We did an Aerosmith theme. That was the the spring semester. Uh, I went to see that because the brother formerly mentioned as shit titties. It was pledging at the time. Yeah. And I came literally just stoned out of my mind and just made fun of you guys the entire time. I was like, but what we is were the this? best ones. And you guys got third though, right? You know why? I, I fucked up. He fucked up too. Because when, because when you're choreographing and instructing, you're so used to watching it and doing the mirror image. Right. So like, I move my right arm. If you're watching me, you move your left arm, and that mm-hmm. way we're mirrored, and it's right, easy. Right, right, right. But then when I had a push come to shove, I'm in the front row, and I was doing everything fucking ass backwards. What would the brother formerly mentioned as shit titties? He did the same thing at one point. He was in the very back, like, left-hand corner, I believe it was. He was one of the corners. And... Everybody turned oh, yeah, one I put way, him in the back. and he turned the complete other way. Aww. And I was just went like, "Ha!" <laughs> and their brothers like in the crowd just turned around, looking at me like, "What the fuck, you douchebag? What are you doing?" I had no idea. You know what I mean? Fast forward a semester, that became one of the things I look forward to the most. Plus, if you did well for some reason, then like girls thought you were cool, even though we were like awful. I remember being like at rehearsals. Where's my front line? Where's my feature dancers? Yeah. All right, guys. All right, guys. I was, I was here's, front row. <laughs> here, here, here's my stars. Here's my little stars. All right, guys. You ready? You ready for this? Everyone in the back, don't talk. Be qu- Get in line. That's five, so six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Clean. God <laughs> damn it. I said clean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember you and my little... Johnny Drama, yeah, he, he, he kept the legacy it. alive. He could do it. He really, really could do yeah, it. I got to give him a shout and out. And he totally understood the fact that it wasn't that we were going to be good because it was like a bunch of out of shape white kids, you know what I mean, who had no inkling of, of rhythm. Most of, the, most of the guys were not in the best shape. I, like, I'm not going to lie. I was in pretty good, damn good shape during pledging and afterwards. But he played up the cheese factor so much that he would do these really endearing routines that they were just funny. So they were entertaining. So I will give a big shout out to him. Johnny Drama. Love you, man. <laughs> I fucking love that kid. I'll take a bullet for him. One time, actually, this reminded me. Damn. You hear that thunder? Can the microphone hear the thunder? I'm not sure. I mean, I think so. But it's oh, my gosh. about to get crazy. Actually, the, the first time I did, this was the homecoming dance routine where you pair up with a sorority um the sorority that we're supposed to be partnered with get in trouble so as the pledges we had to be the girls part and so we dressed like girls and like we had you know little skirts or whatever we did it and i remember after doing the routine we were walking off stage and this guy from another fraternity started yelling at us like look at you faggots you guys are fucking faggots and there was almost a big brawl because over it and I just like I don't remember being just ready to swing at this motherfucker I remember screaming at somebody because I, I can just see that yeah because I remember I remember everyone lifted up the restraining orders on SEMO yeah so I, I remember watching that was that, that one that was that exact same one and everyone sitting around me were dogging you guys hardcore yeah. but you guys won yeah you we won 
People, you know, and we won. Hate. We beat guys and girls, which is even harder because the sororities, like a lot of them, had dance backgrounds and stuff, so they were actually like good. I remember screaming at some of the girls that were disqualified. Well, they were disqualified. It was a sorority yeah. because they got in trouble. They were some of them were dogging you guys. Yeah, and the seats. Haters. I remember screaming at the girls, being like, "You stupid bitches!" Every yeah. single one of you to say something shitty to them. Right, it's your fault. Me. Right, and and we we're won this. We won it for them. Yeah, exactly. We won it for them. So suck my balls, oh, lady. <laughs> so and so in homecoming, I tried my best to like partner people up mm-hmm. based off three things. Um, one was danceability, two was popularity, and three was size. And I always felt bad because in the back, like sometimes in the front two rows, stellar dancing. I mean, right. they really. And a lot of times they would partner it up with girls. You know that they had some sort of chemistry with and right, um right. And, and they, they really they took up. it seriously <laughs> but in the back you had all these like random joes and these chicks that really just weren't feeling it and they couldn't do the lifts right. and um it, <laughs> it makes you think of like that guy from road trip with the girl with like the, the, the <laughs> panties. Yeah. there's a lot of that action you know yeah. um so let's see <laughs> uh, did you have any particular themes that you didn't like um you know, my first Greek week that I, I partnered with the president at the time, I used to think he was so cool yeah. until I found out what his views are about homosexuality. <laughs> and then... Yeah, he um, hates you. I mean, I used to like... I, like, I kind of like almost idolized him. I just thought he was so cool. A lot of people did, though. He's very charismatic, too. He's super charismatic. I thought he was so and cool. And he just looks like a nice guy, too, so... Um, I don't have any ill will towards him. I just don't think that he likes gay people so anyway uh we used to meet up there's the two of us and dance (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i hate gay people (laughs) hey simo are you still coming over to dance with me you want to be me at the student union and go through our dance routines and we would be like in the basement of his work and just like jam and just dance and like hey man how about this those are some slick moves simo like try this but um, i can see you like not wearing a shirt either like glistening sweat like cool moves simo (laughs) like yeah thanks thanks man i appreciate it i really even practicing it at home (laughs) but we should move on to other sides of meeting though what other things do you think got stuck on a lot um pledge names was another big that was like that meeting had the best attendance of all the meetings always especially a lot of people miss that (laughs) i never would either that's the most fun I really, really would make it a point to be at those meetings. However, I rarely miss meeting. I actually like was really into it. Uh, I didn't always make it because I, I was always in rehearsals for like mm-hmm. shows in college. But um, I would I would always call in sick yeah. when it came to pledge name meeting. And if I had to yell at somebody, then I'd be there. So uh, so when people saw me, they knew I was screaming at someone. Right. Right. Holy crap. I remember, guys... to, remember when people would get in fights, they would drink too much at a party, they would hit someone would hit somebody, and then they'd be brought up on charges. Yeah. And then they'd, they'd have to like stick their case in. And uh, it, it was so ridiculous. I'm like, boys will be boys and sometimes we rough house and like like they would be past it. So like right. we'd be the meeting and like a, a person A and person B would be like totally cool with each other. Like, you know, we've moved on this, what it is. But then they still wanna have a trial. Like y'all are not fucking Judge Judy. Right. Come on now. No one here is. And I think that at that point they just wanted to add importance to it, you know what I mean? Make it seem like you're yeah, very serious offense. Fuck you. Shut up. I'm about to hit you. <laughs> um, Motherfucker. Man, what a mess. Do you remember the Griswold Grindback Award? 
No. Oh, maybe this was. I don't know. I think this was your your time too, because I think you guys invented it. It what was, was it? assigned to people after socials or crush parties, and it would something that would be voted on. Um, if you oh, but did you like, awards at, at formal, right? We had the formal awards, but this wasn't for formal. This was just an award that people would get during meetings. It's usually if you had like a funny hookup story. Like I, I got it one time, and this is really fucked up. I don't know why I'm sharing the story, but might as well. It was during homecoming weekend, and I hooked up with a girl. And oh, wait, wait, wait! Let me get her. another beer for this. Yeah. This this is gonna be good. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I went home with this girl, and we did the dirty. And the dirty? I don't know what the that dirty. What is. The dirty. We had sexual relations. Oh my gosh! Know? Draw me a picture. And <laughs> uh, well, we decided to try <laughs> anal. Oh. And so I I'm gave very it. Intrigued. I gave it to her. You know, we finished whatever and went on about my day. It was it was an all nighter because it's homecoming weekend. Yeah. So you know you had the you had like the homecoming tailgate. You had all that shit. So pretty much we just stay up and drink all night. Uh, went to this tailgate, got hammered, ended up going home with a different girl that day, who then gave me uh, an oral pleasure favor. Here's the kicker: I forgot that I did not shower that day. And I had had sex with this girl the night before. Did you use protection? <laughs> no. <laughs> and Ooh, I went to this tailgate wow. and was just obviously hot as fuck all day. And it was just drenched in sweat. Had probably sweated and dried through my sweat 50 times by the time I went home okay, with this girl. This might be my favorite story that you've ever told. Awful, Although it's, it's very disgusting. I feel bad. That's how you get worms. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly like I I realized it while the girl was you know was giving me the blowjob. I remember looking down and being like, "Can't say anything now." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, oh, uh, so was so. she like, "Your dick tastes like shit." <laughs> Your dick tastes like shit. <laughs> no, she she's probably then, then all all her her sorority sisters were probably like. Um, he's been in swilling, so he wasn't circumcised. He probably didn't, wasn't clean underneath his There's a smell to him. What do they call that? Magma? Schmegma. Oh. What's Magma the- is volcano. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Close. This is like your, your elephant walk okay. definition. <laughs> Speaking of goofs, so one time my friend got a job at Viacom, but my friend's also super religious. Okay. And... For some reason, I thought Viacom was where the priest, uh, the Pope lived. The Vatican? That's the Vatican. Oh, my God. See, so man. we had a party, you know, and celebrating, and everything I brought was all Catholic-themed. And everyone was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my Congratulations. God. Like, and I was like, uh, you know, are you moving? <laughs> oh, my God. Are you prepared to move? Do you know Can, Italian? Do you speak Italian there? And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. You're, you're that guy. It's like, wait a sec, where are you, where are you working? Jesus. And currently, there is an insane thunderstorm going on behind us. So if you guys hear some crazy lightning, uh, God is trying to kill Simo for being gay. God is crying probably because of something that I did. <laughs> when I was younger, my mom he, would he say that. He gays, right? That's what it is. So I was trying to get you. You know what? I will say that every year in New York... Pride Sunday is the most beautiful day. So I'm convinced that God loves gays. You know, Jesus was a virgin for a very long time. His best friend was a prostitute. Yeah. 
I'm I'm not saying he's gay or not, but maybe a little I mean, fluid. Jesus was banging. You can bet your ass he was. You think so? <laughs> I know it. Like, come on. I mean, he had really good abs, so like there was he was doing That's something true. cardiovascularly. That's true. That's definitely you know. true. We're definitely gonna get uh, some, a lot of hate mail after this conversation. But yeah, you think so? Oh, probably. It's okay. okay. So let's talk about. So we we had meetings that were ritual, yes. and I hated it. You guys. They I would, thought they were cool. To be honest, did? I thought that it added this. How can a ritual meeting be cool in a cafeteria? <laughs> There's this website uh, I was looking at earlier, and uh, it's called fraternityman.com, and they pose this question. It, was, it says, what would you do if your ritual were revealed? And I think to myself, like, I feel like all the rituals are probably the same. Yeah, Everyone wears a robe. Every there's always candles lit, and I think that they're all the same symbols. They all have like swords and daggers and oh, yeah. and a, a gavel and you know things like that. One year, all of our meetings were this one particular dining hall that was like on the edge of the building, the student union, right? Mm-hmm. And so That's where we, we, had we had the what we we call the the, the sergeant in arms. You stood by the door. To make sure no one came into our meeting that wasn't supposed to be there unless they went through, like, the gatekeeper, you know? Right. And um, he also would calm shit down. But I remember thinking to myself, like, why is he, why is he guarding the door when anyone can walk along the south side of the <laughs> student union and look in the window <laughs> and all of us in our stupid fucking robes <laughs> with these candles and, you know, um, butchering all this choreography and not knowing what the fuck is coming out of our mouth because right. no one remembers after Hell Week what the secrets were. You That's know? true. If they asked two people to do the ritual stuff, the same two people wouldn't do it the same way. Like, no one would do it the same way. Well, for, for our listeners, the reason why ritual was important to Greek life is because it's something that all the chapters would do across the board. So it unified all the chapters. So we may have our own idiosyncrasies here and there, but the rituals really tied us together. To this day, the the fraternity is a network. I I meet people from it all around the U.S., especially now that we're doing the podcast, people have been reaching out to us and be like, I think I'm in the same fraternity as you. And it's cool, man. But I'm not going to lie, for example, when they were telling us um, this is going to be the secret teachings I thought we were going to get some cool-ass secrets. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who yeah. killed JFK? Like, shit like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, oh, well, if you look in the third page, fourth chapter of the book, there is a period on this thing that represents... It's like, ah, this is awful. Like, I don't I like this. Like a coat of arms or a shield, and they explained it to me. And I remember at the time, like, as a pledge, as they explained this stuff to me, I thought, I don't get it. What does this mean? Wait. I remember them saying something, and in my back of my mind, I thought... I ate all this nasty shit, and I ate all these eggs, and worked out in the mud, and swam across this stuff, and the secret is this? And the thing, too, was about it, it would be read by someone, one Mm. time through, they would read it, and this person would always be nervous as shit, it would be like they never read in their life, it's not even loud enough to be heard, it was awful, so it was really like, how the fuck are you supposed to learn anything, and like this is how you're going to get it. Yeah, I know. I also think it's funny. Like sometimes there's people in the, their positions. Like when we had certain like ritual meetings, we would have to read stuff. There's like a script, you know. Right. And everyone had to say certain things. There's always just a couple of those guys who were so deathly afraid of like speaking in yeah. front of other people that they'd be like, you know, stuttering. And even as a dyslexic, I would be like, "Come on, get it together." But but I remember thinking like, like you're such a badass 
And, but you're such a bitch I'm right now. You, you have to read a fucking <laughs> three words in front of six people. I, whenever there's a ritual meeting, I always thought to myself, fuck, tonight's going to be a long night. God damn it. Yeah, that's true. They would be long, long nights. Um, I feel like really one of the things that made it take forever, too, is that um, depending on the topic, there would always just be so much discussion and someone always wanted to be funny. So then things just took fucking forever. Yeah. It's like, shut up, move on. But some meetings were fun. It depends on who was president, too. What position did you hold? I was the hegemon, so I was in charge of the So he was pledge master. Yes, I was pledge master. I I was also, like, on the risk management, but not not as an officer. Like, I Uh was, like, on the committee. And that's about it. Those were my two fortes. I was secretary, and then I was like, I never want to be on the e-board again. I don't want to wear these stupid robes. Secretary was the worst thing to be. You have to take notes of everything. I know. I couldn't really chime in because I was too busy, like, sounding words out. (laughs) And did you have to to send out group text? Did you guys even have group text back Um, then? Emails of the minutes. And it was like like immediately after the meeting, I would get all these texts from the brothers that weren't there. And they're like, Simo. Like, are you going to send the minutes or what? Like, what what happened? Like, the same thing that always happens. The right. same four people haven't paid dues. Right. And we're still arguing about the the grammar and the colors of our Rush t-shirts. <laughs> and we're still arguing about what sorority to ask to be our, like, homecoming partners in the right. fall. However, secretary became so much more annoying after you because then it became, like, you have to send group texts. So if I had, like, let's say, for example, I was like, uh, I popped a tire. I need help. And I'd send a message to the secretary, and then they would mass text the chapter. So then you yeah. became everybody's bitch and literally had to send group text after group text after group text. I would never would have done that shit. What else with meeting can we, can we talk about? Uh, actually, one thing. I like how before you wrapped up meetings, there was always, like, old business or new business and you know what i mean it's like yeah and there would always be somebody who would like i got old business yeah like so and so was a jerk to me at the social and i didn't like it it's like shut up you fucking piece of shit yeah and there's also someone always trying to promote their band yeah that's literally what we do nowadays so by the way come check us out on broadway comedy oh, shit, club we do do that. <laughs> that's literally us so i cannot i cannot even say shit to those guys so let's let's end this on a, a final thought meetings were not what you think they were you know people would probably i, I feel like especially brothers of ours would get super offended and sensitive when they see that we put out an episode on meeting but at the end of the day really there's not much to it you know this is how i feel i think when you have a business model because you know a fraternity is a business right you have a business model and you attract people with food booze and pussy (laughs) 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 so when when you have that from the get-go then you cultivate a group of people who are really just focused on drinking and partying. You know what I mean? Right. It's going to be hard to get so, to business. So they, they, it's, it's almost misleading because you, you're under the impression that, you know, once you get past this rigorous pledge process, that you're going to have unlimited parties. Right. So to me, I, I really assumed that it was all going to be easy breezy post pledging and it actually almost got a lot of work it's a little that's a ton of work and you have to be 
at way more things that you were expected to be, and there was a lot of things that you had to do. So everything but I behind the scenes. Say, ooh, wow. I will say though, Mind what they opening. said, what you put in is what you get out. You know what I mean? Like I think that I worked hard for the chapter, and so whenever we did parties or socials, I would I would enjoy it more, and I would get the leeway to do so. So meanwhile, if like you were never around, like you know what, no one really gave a shit about you. So it kind of. It goes both ways, you know what I mean? Like, while it was harder, I did get way more out of it by putting in the work. So yeah. I think it worked out, you know? But let me tell you, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. The first time I yeah. got the meeting, I was like, oh, wow, this is what happens behind the scenes. And I was like, y'all argue like bitches. We're voting <laughs> on stupid shit. And I'm missing the housewives. Right. You know, just kidding. The housewives weren't around I when was I was there. I was missing <laughs> WWE because our meetings happened during Mondays. So. Guys, I'm missing... You know, my extracurricular, like, eating vagina. <laughs> that note, uh, let's get out of here. I motion to adjourn this uh, meeting. I second. So, uh... Let's get the fuck out. See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.